Hey, 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 what's going on, folks? How's your day been? How's your week going? Mine's been pretty good. Mine's been pretty good. I know, back to the early schedule, which uh, I've got to admit, summertime was nice. I've got a lot of kids. So uh, I don't know if this is the PC parent thing to do, but we kept them up late, so they slept in. We kept them up late at night, so they'd sleep in, and me and the lovely Liz could rest. That's what we did all summer. Now, I didn't sleep in like crazy. Obviously, we've got work to do, but we slept in, and it was nice. Very nice. But now, the kids are back in school, so the day starts, you know, around 6-ish, depending on when, 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 when one of my... 18 alarms goes off. I'm still that guy. <laughs> oh, I said I'm like five minutes apart, and then they start overlapping. And But I picked a, picked a good song. That's always important. Pick a good song to wake you up. I don't do that tone. I don't do the tone, man. That tone will give you PTSD when you hear it out in public, you know? You're like, whoa, what was it? I do a song. And then when I start to hate the song, I change the song. And I never listened to that song again. So, that's uh, that's how I wake up. <laughs> uh, anyways, we had uh, we had early morning meetings. Yesterday we had meetings, um, had a meeting at 8.30. Reason being was we were talking to a company from Finland. And uh, it was totally random. Uh, didn't expect to be talking to uh, people of the Nordic region. Uh, which I learned because I had to Google everything about Finland before we got on the call. <laughs> they like uh, they like bread. I learned that. Uh, they like uh, food that looks inedible also. <clears throat> and all of their Instagram pages uh, look like uh, outdoor enthusiasts uh, who spend time out in the woods and around fires. So... I assume everything smells like fires out there. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, we were talking to them, looking at expanding internationally. I don't know. We'll see what happens, right? I have a lot of conversations throughout a week. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Interesting people. Um, I, I couldn't tell you their names right now. And even if I had it in front of me, I wouldn't be able to pronounce them. But they were cool guys. Really cool. Um we're going to keep talking to them. So uh, it got me thinking. So, yeah, I'm talking to them. And then I met with a colleague of mine. Uh, this guy crushes it in uh, advertising. And, I mean, not only does he do advertising, but he's he's a good marketer in, like, the like the real sense of marketing. Like, all he talks about is his clients' um, products or services. And it's, it's what he thinks about all the time. And um, that's cool for me to see, like, someone so dedicated, right? Um, But he was talking about how his client well, if you will, was kind of drying up. Uh, He had said no to some 
like to several clients that he had been working with. He said no to them, and then he leveraged uh, a relationship with another client to um, get equity in that company. So then it made up for what he was losing, you know, by letting these other clients go. But he's like, man, it's honestly harder um, doing the work for this one guy than it is for multiple people. Um, and so I might be looking to expand again, right? <laughs> and I was kind of telling them, yeah, we're talking to this person and maybe this person can help you out. And I just brought on this client and just just signed the deal with this client. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> Sorry, that's my son. He came in the house um, howling. So, oh, man, uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm telling him, you know, we just brought on these people. And he goes, how do you keep finding all these new clients? That's what he asked. How do you keep finding these new clients? And... You know, if you've listened to my past podcast episodes, I've kind of talked about finding new clients and how I how we did it when we first started. But I'm at the point now where I haven't uh, honestly, and this, I'm not. I don't want this to sound douchey or anything, but the past few years I haven't. Oh man, past four years, maybe five, maybe I haven't actively gone after new clients. Like I haven't pursued new clients and I got to thinking about that because I don't think that's a skill right and it didn't happen because I willed it to happen it happened organically and it was because I found out it's because more than anything I've only always cared about getting a good review from the person that I'm working with, the contact that I'm working with, or the people around the main person uh, who runs, you know, the business of my client. That's all I've cared about, which is nuts. I when uh, when you, especially in digital, man, and I mean even with, with like roofing companies and car dealerships right their main goal is and it helps with you know seo and showing up first and google map results and stuff like that like you want your google reviews your yelp reviews i get it but is that more important than pleasing the customer and having them tell you like this is the best experience i've ever had or this is a better experience experience than i could have imagined is that better than that it's a real question. Is it better to show up first organically or is it better to show up first in their hearts? <laughs> so, such a dumb way to say that. But you know what I mean? How do you even like start with that? I'm thinking, right? I, I, and Okay, this is going to kind of go down a wormhole, but I think it starts when you're, I think it starts with yourself, okay? Let me explain that. Where you're at now, wherever you're at, whether you're at a job, 
you're a part of a department, you're running a department, um, you're freelancing, whatever. Like, are you leading? Like, are you challenging things? And, and, and when I say challenging, I mean, are you asking every single question possible so that you learn more? So that you can then teach others or, or, or show by your actions? And that's not, that's not as deep as I want to say it. Like, are you working really hard so that if you were someone else, you would give yourself a slam and review? You know what I mean? Is that, like, part of your day? Like, is that part of your motivation to just be so much better? dated and oh man oh i'm trying so hard not to sound like the motivational guy but i'm i'm legit asking like this is i'm like reflecting now i remember when i uh was part of this uh agency and i lucked out i lucked out in a sense where i i did the sales right i started in sales and the sales you know it was like you know make calls all day and call and try to get people and try to get leads and build landing pages and trying to get leads, trying to get leads. Um, sales didn't work for me. It just didn't, you know why? Cause I was selling a product that I didn't know the ins and outs of. I figured out later in life, but I was sell I was selling like digital services. Didn't know what went into it. Didn't know who ran it. Didn't know how it, I knew how kind of how it benefited the client, right? But not really. I just wanted to close the deal. That was my job, close the deal. And I lucked out because I sucked at it. <laughs> I made more calls than everybody. I outperformed everyone when it came to numbers, but not sales. So I said, hey, this isn't, this position isn't right for me, um, but I do have a, uh, background in videography I'd like to help you start a video portion to this company and they said awesome I was like oh thank goodness I'm off the hook so uh, started building out this video product video package um, and then I had to figure out how this all works how does video work with what we're trying to accomplish for the client right so I had to learn every department I had to learn every department and not out of, well, I guess to begin with, it was out of necessity. But after a while, I just, I, that's all I thought about. How do I learn every portion of this, you know, these tools that we're using so I can better them and so that I could be an expert on the topic, right? It, I'm saying that's where it starts. It starts there. And then fast forward to, I haven't had to look for clients in a long time, right? It starts with that just dying to figure out how it works. What's it? At whatever. Whatever. Right? When you're a designer, you got new software, figure it out in and out. You're a content writer, 
people are outperforming you on content for whatever reason, figure out why, right? You have to figure that stuff out because then what happens is your conversations with your clients that you start getting and you will start getting, they turn into consultations and it turns into a relationship more than it does, I'm going to do perform these services for you, right? I'm not a one trick pony. I know that this works because it affects these four things that will then affect your bottom line if you implement these four things, right? That's what I'm saying. So let me, let me, let me fast forward. So learn everything, right? I'm not trying to get my whole life story here in business, but I'm trying to get to that point to explain why it's good to have, it's better to have real, real in life reviews <laughs> from people, right? Good reviews offline. Let's say that it's more, it's important to have good reviews offline. Boom. There we are. Title. Tag it. What do they say? Clip it. So you learn all this stuff, right? And you're, you're going through it. And I think one thing that's important to getting to the point where you start getting those good reviews offline. And I mean, people start, you know, talking about you and you've done so such a good job for them that they're at a dinner party and they can't help but say, Hey, have you, have you ever thought about doing X, Y, Z? Cause I'm working with this person and they are just blowing my mind with what they know and what they're able to do and how they've helped me so much. So I referred them to this company and they helped them. They referred him to this company, right? So I think one thing that's important is the company you keep, right? Who are you tied to throughout your, you know, journey of, I don't know if you want to be an agency owner, if you just want to be, you know, on a beach um, taking pictures. That's cool. But who, who are you surrounded by? I took the approach early to where I wanted to be surrounded by other agency owners. I thought at the time I want to be an agency owner. So I need to get tied to agency owners found out real quick. A lot of agency owners don't know jack shit about what they're selling. I'm back at the sales phase, right? Back in the sales position. I'm like, how, how do you have any faith behind your agency? If you don't even understand this stuff? Oh, well I hire the right people. Right. People say, if you don't know it, hire someone who does. Listen, man, I hate to break it to you. But if I were you, I'd learn it so I know who to hire. You know what I mean? Know it before you hire someone to do it. So it's done right. There's been so many daggone times I've hired somebody. This is I mean, I'm. I'm bearing it all. I'm bearing it all. <laughs> There's been a lot of times where I've been told, you know, in a role to hire a VA, virtual assistant or somebody to handle a development task or something. This is before I knew development. And they do it. And then what happens? Two months later, there's an update needed. I can't find the developer. No one knows how to fix it. We're screwed. Starting over, right? But the boss, the agency owner, they're looking at their bottom dollar. 
right? Well, we didn't have to spend any money on it that past two months. We made money off doing nothing. So it makes sense to just go ahead and hire someone else and have them do it. And then if it messes up again in two months, then we'll hire someone else. Hey, that's not a way to run things. So what I did with these, you know, these people is I started distancing myself from them. I, I, I think it was a natural distancing. It wasn't because, hey, that guy sucks, right? It was more like, I don't really want to be like, what, what can that person pour into me at this point, right? Aside from, in a lot of cases, they were, they, d- they had done well in business, so they had a little bit, little bit more capital to start their agency, quote unquote, and so they had some money to hire some people and get the ball rolling, right? But a lot of these agency owners are just glorified salespeople. I don't want to be that. So I distanced myself from them. And some would say I burned bridges. Some would say that. I'd say if they were considered burned, then they were the right bridges to burn. You know? You got to cut off. Pe- what's what's the saying? I, I read this saying. It said, uh, don't. Uh, nope, that has nothing. It was like. Yeah, it was basically just don't pour into people who don't pour back into you. I think that's what it is. So I had to start thinking, um, like, what what is it that I stand by? Like, what is it that I stand by for? And I stand for knowing what you're selling in and out. Knowing, knowing it so well that it just, you just breathe confidence right? In your product, in your service, you know it. So then sales isn't a thing anymore. (laughs) I was in a, (laughs) this is crazy. We got invited to, um, to, uh, talk at this, this big thing that happens out here like once every three months. And it's basically this deal where you come and you talk about your company and the community around this big thing uh they know you know they're connected with everyone and they like hearing about new ideas and meeting new people and so you present on stage at this thing and then you're supposed to say and that's what we do and here's how you can help us right so that's what it is so we had a, a preliminary meeting with them and in the email before the meeting they sent uh they said, okay, so generally what people do is they have a pitch deck and they present their pitch deck at this talk and then we leave room open for Q&A and then you always finish with, with here's how you all can help us. <clears throat> I, I didn't read that part of the email apparently. So, <laughs> so I come into this meeting and the guy's like, all right, tell us about you and boom, boom, boom. So we talk and I just go into what we do, because that's all I am. All I am is what I do, right? That's a quote. All I am is, is like what I do is what I show. I know it so well. So explain the whole thing. They're excited. They're like, this is amazing. Um, so can you show us your deck? And I was like, well, yeah. And I pulled up a couple slides. And they were like, no, 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 not that. But the the slides that we mentioned in the email. And, dude, I didn't have them. And 
I told him, hey, I don't, I don't even know if, like, I didn't even need him, guys, is what I'm saying, right? I think that's what I was saying. <laughs> but I was not prepared for that meeting, I tell you that much. But what I'm trying to say is, I don't need all, I don't need that, you shouldn't need that uh, structure in order to know your stuff, right? Or explain your stuff. Does that make sense? I really hope I'm making sense. I'm going to listen back to this like, oh, I was just rambling. But I know what I stand for. I know what I stand by, right? I stand by what I do, for sure. Stand by what I know, and you should too, I think. I look at um, the past, I don't know, 20, 30 clients that we brought on. And a good number of them came from being a part of a business that we did work for. Do you follow that? So there's a business and then a person worked on a team within that business. They left that business. We didn't know them. I didn't know them. They left that business and then months later they called us to now help them with their business that they started. How crazy is that? Maybe maybe it's not crazy. Maybe it's just crazy to me. Maybe I have a propensity to not trust people or I have a propensity to be, you know, to be so specific that I'm going to look at all the details of contracts and, you know, I'm going to test out agencies before I work with them. But how crazy is that, that you can work with a company so well that, the people within that company know that you're the person to go to, even though they're not there anymore, right? And they might be competing, I don't know. But I think it's because when when you know what you know, right? When you're, you start getting those good reviews offline in a way to where... <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everyone around your client matters, Right? Everyone around them should matter in a sense of I'm going to explain my stuff so well that they're going to have no, they're going to, they're not going to be able to not talk about what I do to the people around them. When we get off that Zoom call, they're going to look around and say, boy, I'm so glad that we have them. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe that they, uh, some of them called because just being forward they couldn't afford our services but they splurged <laughs> that's another thing you know a, a client doesn't quite have the funds to afford you but yet they come up with them because they know you're the person to go to Whew. how fire is that how fire is that, man? You know what else I do? If a client does leave, say, retires, they're shutting their shop down, or, you know, what's what's happened recently? Oh, they sold, right? They sold to a conglomerate. Conglomerate moves in. They bring in their whole team. Gets us out of the picture real fast. <laughs> Those situations are crazy. You're doing work for a client. And then you see on the news that your client just got bought. And then you 
contact you try to contact anyone there and they are gone <laughs> they've got ndas and you never hear from them again those are crazy situations those are also situations where clients can get out of their contracts and you can't do anything about it but <clears throat> what i if the client leaves one thing i always say is it's been a pleasure working with you i mean hope you can say the same about me enjoyed our time together it's like a you know an amicable breakup every time um listen if you run across anyone or know anyone right now that could utilize our services because honestly william or whoever it is honestly william it hurts that you're going it doesn't hurt me most uh, just emotionally but it also hurts our bottom line and they say ha 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 you say ha ha <laughs> Do you know anyone you can refer us to? It works. It works. When you get that that warm referral, you don't have to do the the automated emails. You don't have to do the the uh, you know the automated uh, what uh, workflow follow ups. You just hit them up. Hey, this is uh, Dominic. William told me to call you. Uh, been working with him for about three years on XYZ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he said you might be in the market for this. I'd love to sit down and chat with you. How's Friday look? Easy, right? Sounds easy. Might be terrifying. <laughs> First few times. Right? But you can do that when the client leaves and and it's, there, it's an amicable split. Hope I'm using that word right. And let me tell you this, even if a client relationship goes sour, and hopefully it's not on your end, hopefully you're not being a you know, a dweeb and 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 just doing bad work, right? Or charging for every petty little thing. Even if it goes sour, don't go sour with it, okay? I mean, you can moan and complain all you want to yourself, to your, you know, people around you. But don't let it be front-facing. Always keep poise, okay? Don't let it go sour <clears throat> on your end because that could, that, could, that could really hurt you in the long run, you know? Yeah, I had to let go of them, and you know what? They locked me out of my account, and they... You know, they deleted my domain. They took away all the work they did for me. You know, in our contracts, it says, after all is said and done, if we ever part ways, everything we've done for you is yours. All of it. We deliver it all. All of it will help you transition whatever you need at any time, at no cost. Why do you think we do that? Because I don't want a bad offline review, ever. Because what happens is, man, what happens is you get on the phone with someone from Finland at 8.30 in the morning. And you've been so highly referred that they want to fly you out and talk Nordic partnerships. <laughs> what are we talking about? What do you eat out there? <laughs> I have to smuggle over some stuff, man. 
Hopefully they have lorries. Anyways, I kn- listen, I'm still getting back into the flow of things, but good offline reviews. That's what's important, right? Get some good online reviews. Cool, cool, whatever. But you can always, I mean, just between me and you, you can pay your your friends. You can say, hey, I'll send everybody $2 on Cash App if you go here and leave me some good reviews. Sorry, cat's out of the bag. Sorry, you can do that. Right? It's the in-life reviews that matter. That's what matters. It's what gets you speaking engagements. It's what gets you invited to cool spots around cool people who are like-minded. And it's what keeps your phone ringing and keeps your email buzzing. Keeps your email buzzing, trust me. I, uh, man, I remember, I, I always think back to this, like, eight, nine years ago, I would do, I would have done anything to get an email. <laughs> to my business email that I just made with Google, and it cost $18 a month or whatever, I would have done anything to wake up and seen, you know, two new messages from two people I'd never met. I think I average 140 plus emails a day now. It's awesome. Offline reviews, man, they matter. <sighs> I hope that all made sense, man. I uh I don't know about Finland, right? But uh the person who referred us to this company we spoke to a year ago and made such a good impression that that's why that that's why that whole phone call happened isn't that crazy so for a whole year in that guy's mind we had a good offline review <sighs> All right, that's it, folks. Remember, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Dominic underscore TMG. That's T-M-G, Tango, Mango, Gango. Uh, you can always contact me through the website, themontgomerygroup.us, uh, or audiencerent.com if you want to check out what we got going on over there. Um, hit me up, uh, and I'll holler at you. Two episodes every week moving forward. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs>